Episode 160 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast, the least professional, least knowledgeable, and least informed podcast. Because we are not professionals. We are not experts. We are just fans. I think I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Anyway, we are at speedmetalcycling.com and at speedmetalcycle on Instagram and Twitter. All our links and all that stuff, including the Patreon link, are at our website and I am your host Dan Skullcrusher and we appreciate those guys that have donated on Patreon that's absolutely awesome it's all guys and one girl we want more ladies helping us but we want everybody it doesn't really matter if, if a dog wants to help us out that's fine too and let me introduce you to my hosts first I am going to start ladies first Natalia how are you doing I'm doing good good to hear and Klaus, how are you doing? I'm doing great because you just did the longest yeah boy ever. <laughs> I should have sampled it. Yeah boy. <laughs> I want to point out that not only are we uh, uninformed, we're only fans, but if anyone doubts the commitment of the people that are here speaking to you in this podcast today, Look no further than what my brother's day entailed today. <laughs> in the fact yeah, that he's recording this. Well, I, I, it is now eight fifteen uh, Monday night, and How long I woke up this morning today? at three in the morning. I've been traveling well since eight, since three in the morning. Whatever. Well, actually, no, not since three in the morning. The, my cab picked me up at eight forty-five to an airport, and then another airport, and then another airport, and then I got in my car and I drove two and a half hours to my house so and i just got in 20 20 minutes ago i had enough time to poop feed the dog and sit down so uninformed yes but committed yeah the least professional least knowledgeable least informed but most committed podcast there you go that's good cause thank you oh i almost forgot though we also have mike new york city how are you doing, Mike? Great. Who is also committed it. because he once did half of a podcast as Red Hook was going to be underwater. <laughs> That's oh, right. yeah. That's, I forgot <laughs> about that. That was during my, my microphone got struck by lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. About, that was, I, I, I wish I remember what episode number that was. But if you people missed it, uh, it was during Sandy, right? Yeah. It was like the very was, end of October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, and yeah. Mike so was, was Hurricane Sandy. Through that. <laughs> through that. Yep. It was crazy. <laughs> Mike didn't care. He, that's how, actually, he didn't care about that. He cares about us. All of you guys that's listening right. as well. Yeah. The thousands and thousands listening. Anyway, listen, guys, we have Giro d'Italia going on, and that's the reason that I wanted to make sure that we recorded today. If I sound a little loopy, that's because I haven't gotten any sleep and I'm totally out of it but Giro d'Italia very important first three stages are done tomorrow is a rest day and then Tuesday is the first big big mountain stage so today was the rest day and tomorrow is the race uh, you're off by one day that's all oh yeah I'm, I'm sorry I, ah, I'm traveling from the west coast and it's all crazy <laughs> oh man the jet lag <laughs> yeah oh, the, no I'm just I, I because it's a whole day of travel I just don't have it in mind I thought tomorrow was Monday I don't know but, uh, again I'm, I'm super loopy anyway before we get to the Giro and I definitely do want to I want to play you two two samples of things that I caught like before I left on my trip um 
One of them is from Romandy, all right, from Tour of Romandy. Um, and I, I thought it was pretty funny. I hope that you guys can catch it. If not, then that's okay. I'll play it again. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Um, and in fact, he, he looked like he was struggling even to sort of keep his pecker up, quite frankly. Um, the, uh, <laughs> Do you guys catch What? Keep his what? His, his pecker. <laughs> Listen again. Come on. Um, and in fact, he, he looked like he was struggling even to sort of keep his pecker up, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> Maybe, maybe in England, keeping your pecker up is different than what it is in the U.S. <laughs> I mean, it could be that maybe keeping your pecker up means like keeping your strength up or something. But in the United States, it means to keep your penis erect. And that's just funny. I'm going to play it one last time because it's hilarious. Um, and in fact, he, he looked like he was struggling even to sort of keep his pecker up, quite frankly. Um, there you go. He was struggling to keep his pecker up. So I just looked it up, and yeah, uh, as you might su- suspect, it says that in the UK it means to remain cheerful and to keep smiling. Usage note: <laughs> in America, where "pecker" means penis, this phrase is not to be used. So maybe mistaking <laughs> as a vulgar uh, command to maintain an erection. <laughs> the American phrase to be used is to keep one's chin up. Oh, but interesting My- enough, though. Keeping your chin up, chin up in Australia means keep keep a heart on going. It's it's really weird. I don't know what's going on. I was about to say. So pecker remains. Uh, sorry, pecker it is your nose, as in your beak. Oh, like a woodpecker. I well, guess. Yeah. But it's the same thing, you know. I think that your penis are going with the like, like a like a uh, uh, what do you call pajaro carpintero? Woodpecker. Woodpecker. Or oh, woodpecker. Yeah, exactly. So, the, the, so the pecker. Yeah, I guess the, they they make sense because the nose is kind of like the penis a little bit. Yeah, no. I'll just say that if American broadcasters <laughs> talked a lot about fanny packs or something, maybe yeah, that would be exactly comparable. that would be funny. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. And now this is the second one. Okay, so everybody remembers. I hope everyone remembers. Uh, just recently, we had the extra bonus episode, my interview with Greg Batonte, who owns and is part of the company that. like has the moto service for tv right so they did actually and this is funny because i was watching it the eschborn frankfurt race i was just watching it and then i hear a voice and i'm like dude i know that voice oh my god i know that voice it was him at like in the camera and i could hear his voice talking to his pilot it was awesome but he told me later actually later i emailed him and i was like dude this is you and then he tells me yeah we were like training some German people or something, whatever. Listen to this German guy who was the camera guy, who was not part of Greg's crew, but one of the German dudes that was being trained. Listen to this. Slovenian uh, Jan Tratnik has uh, managed to infiltrate the group as well for CCC Sprandy Polkovica. I am in the lead with the guy in the yellow and black now. <laughs> he was, of course, uh, 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 um, Lotto and El Jumbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny, that German guy. I am in the lead with the guy in the yellow and black now. <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted to tell. That's what I wanted to share. I was, like, very proud of myself that I actually recognized Greg's voice and I sent him a name. I was Which, like, I think you guys That is impressive. Yeah. By the way... If any of you are watching uh, the Giro on Eurosport, you should know that you're also getting to listen to the broadcast oh, yeah. in Spanish as heard in Colombia because the people doing the broadcast for Colombia are almost that audible in the Eurosport yes. English. Oh, they're, it's so insane. I actually, has a, I actually have that in my notes. Yeah, Visigoga, you can hear her like perfectly yeah i mean i can tell exactly what she's saying it's normally there's some dividers so you hear like oh there's other people around but i don't know it's not like what i can saying, tell yeah. the language what they're saying and who the actual person is yeah well That's she has me. a very she has a very distinct voice i mean like i guess like everybody does i mean i think it was but anyway i just think that rob hatch sometimes just starts talking just to like cover the fact that she's there i'm sure they can hear her on their on their headphones mike but did you hilarious. notice that did you hear voices have you watched any of the giro i have i i don't i didn't i didn't hear it i i did remember that the guys were saying they were having trouble hearing 
themselves because they could hear cross talk in, in their ear, but I don't think it was from the class. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, at but, one point during the end of, but, a, end of a stage, they were like, we have a lot of people in our yeah, ear, like yeah. a lot of stuff was happening. Yeah. yeah. Were they, that, was that Colombians? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, BC, Goga, that's okay. uh, this woman that we're talking about, uh, her name is Goga. It's short for something. Georgina right? Ruiz Sandoval. Georgina. So whatever. Her nickname is Goga. And she used to work for ESPN here in the U.S., you know, in their office in, in Connecticut. Um, and then she left ESPN and is now working exclusively with Colombian broadcaster, with a Colombian broadcaster. So, But she is Mexican, I believe. Yeah. She is Mexican. Sounds I racist. wonder... Like, uh, so Mike would know, because I'm going to hold Mike accountable because he's from Boston. You know, the Patriots have been known <laughs> to jam uh, radio signals in their stadium. Of course, no other NFL team would do that because all other NFL teams are great and the Patriots aren't. <laughs> so well, what I if think, Colombian... Uh, you uh, heard it here first. That's right. What if Colombian broadcasters are jamming the signals of Eurosport? <laughs> I will say one more thing about the Eurosport uh, broadcast of the Giro this year. So normally I watch the Giro in Eurosport, and then as soon as the stage is over, I obviously switch over to my beloved Alessandra Di Stefano and Processo alla Tapa. But I think I'm going to stick around with, uh, with Eurosport. Now they have some silver fox. You know what a silver fox is, everybody? Nope. A dreamy guy with... Uh, yeah, so. like a, a dreamy guy with silver hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, what's his face? Anderson Cooper. Thank you very much. Anderson Cooper is like the most famous silver fox. Anyway, they have a silver fox dude. That's one. They have the tall, dopey white dude that was hosting the whole thing last year with Juan Antonio Flecha. What's his name? Uh, Mike. I don't know. Yeah, Mike. What's his name? With what? The, the tall, the tall, white, dopey dude from Eurosport House. Ashley House. And then they have Juan Antonio Flecha. And then they have Sean Kelly. I'm saying this in no particular order. And then they have uh, Sean Kelly. Uh, um, Juan Antonio that dude, Flecha. No, like the pecker guy. Uh, fuck. I can't think right now. Whatever his name is. And then they have Declan Quickly. And then they have... Oh, um... Barry Roubaix. Thank you, Matthew Heyman. Yeah. That's seven people that they sent to the Jira. Matthew Heyman's not going to be there the whole time. but And there's behind the scenes, there's an eighth one, which is the person that oh, yeah, yeah. helps That's Sean right. Kelly dye his hair. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what's Brian Smith. Brian Smith. Brian who Smith. doesn't? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but Brian Smith does not help Sean Kelly. I don't know. Maybe he does, actually. They've been friends for such a long Did time. Did you guys notice What's... Sean Kelly's hair color? Hmm. Yeah, nope. it's a, it's a it's a very nice shade of r- red, yellow, brown. Disgusting. At sixty years <laughs> old, somehow his hair got darker. It used to be like a light red, and now somehow it's magically dark. <laughs> like he clearly dyed brown. it for the Giro. So I'm waiting for the re- the roots to show by the third week. Sounds sounds, <laughs> sounds racist. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> racist because he's a redhead. Yeah. Yes. 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 You, you said magically. And you said magically. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you saying his hair is magically delicious? <laughs> um, if you, you go to the supermarket I... where he buys his hair dyes, there a pot of gold there. <laughs> no, that, no, that was racist. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Very racist. Uh, listen, we should call HR. No, uh, do you guys, I mean, this is completely an aside. I just popped it to my head. Was Brian Smith part of that, of the chunk of irish dudes that raced in south africa that got all of them kicked out of the olympics oh i don't know i wonder look that up Mm, because he was i mean he was a writer around the same time i wonder okay anyway whatever way he's 49 now he could i wonder what year that was seems like he uh well he would have been Oh, in 91? No, then no way. Because I think the whole thing with the apartheid was in the early 80s, I think. He was in the Olympics in 96. So, yeah, it seems like that would have been... Okay, so if he made it into one Olympic team, then definitely not. Because those guys got uh, banned for life. Okay, so. Unless anybody else has anything to say about Peckers? No? 
No taking. Just, just sort. Keep, keeping mine up. <laughs> that's, that's what we all got to do. Um, and in fact, he, he looked like he was struggling even to sort of keep his pecker up, quite frankly. <laughs> Is this the hey. first time we have to call HR on Mike? <laughs> yes. Which is weird because Mike is actually part of HR. So we're, we're calling the. How do you call the cops on the cops? The conflict of interest. Is that it? Is that's exactly what it is? That's I will exactly recuse. My, I will, I'll recuse myself from this Pecker incident. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to think of the name for this episode. Hey, um, another thing that I just thought about and then it just went away. What was it? Every time I think about Peckers, everything else disappears from my mind. Um, yeah, Klaus, do you remember at some point, a couple of episodes ago, you said like, oh, that's a good drop. Like, like Natalia said something that was hilarious. I, I remember what it is. Natalia, do you remember? Balls. Yeah, yes. something about, oh yeah, dropping balls or something. No, the balls, balls, dollsman or whatever you pronounce. Yeah. <laughs> you said balls. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Not the ones okay. that I wanted to say, but whatever. It's only it's it's only natural. All right, call HR on me then again. Sorry. We should keep tabs of like like a swear jar, the HR, um, the HR jar. Hey, HR it jar. It'll be yours, except for the one to Mike. No, Klaus, you've said some racist stuff too. That I mean, see, the thing is that something sometimes Mike is sometimes Mike says like that's racist, like with the Sean Kelly thing. It's not really racist at all. But if Mike is part of HR and he thinks it's racist, then you're in trouble with HR. Damn it. Yep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, Giro. Giro d'Italia, stage one. Holy guacamole. This guy, Lucas Pötelberger. Um, just caught everybody by surprise. I didn't think he was going to make it. Even... With 100 meters to go. And when he started celebrating, I'm like, don't you fucking idiots. Unbelievable. Incredible. Holy shit. I'm going to remember this guy's name for the next 10 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I already don't. I already don't remember. I was about to say. Peckerberger. Yeah, his name is Lucas Peckerberger. (laughs) You can't sing that like Suzanne Vega. Sing it for us, Natalia. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say about uh, stage one. I mean, the, the whole thing was really straightforward. Uh, long ass breakaway, and they get caught, and then it goes for a sprint, and this guy just jumps everybody in. Unbelievable. I, that's unbelievable. what I. Uh, that's what I refer to as uh, the patented Klaus racing technique. Well. The, the, the patented what? The patented Klaus racing technique, which is everyone's in one group. Just go faster and get to the line first. Like, why doesn't someone just jump and go fast? <laughs> you know oh what I mean? I, yeah, I was watching. I was watching the. Get my it? name is Luca. Uh-huh. Cara de I jumped everybody. My name is Luca. Uh, no, listen, uh, I, was, I was watching, uh, I do actually, every time I'm traveling, I usually watch races. Um, I also watch racists, like sometimes they're in the plane, so I watch them, but usually I watch cycling. And this one time a while ago, this lady was like, excuse me, do you mind me asking, what, what is that? It's like, oh, it's professional cycling, you know, they're racing. It's like, so it's like racing like a bicycle, like cars? Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. And she was like, but why are they all together? And in, she didn't say it, but in her head, she was like, why doesn't one of them just go faster? Like, just leave the, all of them and then just go faster and win. I know that that's what she was thinking. Anyway. And if you do that, uh, apparently you get to win a stage at the Giro and you get the first pink jersey. So she was totally right. Yeah. She that's all you need to do. Right. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and you get to frustrate. Uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, tiny dude. Caleb Ewan. Caleb Thank Ewan. you, Caleb Ewan, uh, who was who was pissed off then, and then the day after he was even more pissed off because he like like you bumped against Gaviria and his shoe got off the friggin' cleat, the, the, his cleat got off the pedal or whatever. Um. 
in, in Eurosport, they were talking about maybe there's going to be a rivalry between them because, you know, they're about the same age and whatever. And they're kind of like both coming up. It's going to be like a griple Cavendish thing where they're mm. like, you know what I'm saying? I think I mean a rivalry between him and his pedal. <laughs> between Caleb and his pedal. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you, whose fault do you think it was? The pedal or the cleat? Oh, the plot thinking. Mm, yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I, I, it seemed very innocent. I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't think he was what they call in Formula One a racing incident. I don't think it was anybody's fault. But Ewan was very pissed. Like, he was like, you, you could hear him going, oh! Like, he was just really pissed off. But I don't know if he was pissed off at the situation or at Gaviria. But yeah, at Eurosport, they kind of like made some comments that sounded like there is a rivalry between them already. But I don't know if they've raced before. Oh, yeah, they've raced before. The other thing about the Caleb Ewan incident, I don't know if I read it or if I heard about it, but apparently this is not the first time that he has problems with his equipment. Yeah, I I remember. I think it was in... And I don't remember when was the last time that it happened. Yeah, Tour Down Under, maybe. No, I, I remember him losing... Uh, a thing, but isn't that what happened to Greipel in yesterday's stage as well? Yes, during the ed- when the echelon started to like form. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, a- again, I mean the same pedals. Do they both use look? I don't know. I'll try to look into it. Hold on, please do. Um, CSI, CSI, CSI. It. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the, the second stage, the first and second stage were actually just pretty straightforward, you know, sprints. So the only things that happened that were interesting were in the last 250 meters. But both of them were actually quite interesting for different reasons. I was actually almost excited about a flat stage. Um, then all then. I mean, the third stage came, and actually, it's really funny that before this stage, all the interviews, people were like, yeah, the wind is going to be bad, but we don't really think it's going to be a big deal. We'll see. Eh, probably not. Even uh, the the DS for Quickstep, they interviewed him, and he was like, we don't really think it's going to be a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he's telling the guys, hey, as soon as you feel a little wind, just fucking go for it. And he was so obvious, and they totally caught Lotto. Lotto Sudal completely by by surprise. Before and you keep going, the end okay. is feel to you guys like the chronicle of an e- of an echelon foretold. And if you have read Garcia Marquez's book, <laughs> then you will then you will yeah. understand what he what he is about. Because I did get the feeling that they were expecting wins because they were talking mm-hmm. about it in the previews yeah. and stuff. So it yeah. was kind of those things that. There's going to be win, and it's going to happen in the last 15 kilometers or so. Echelons yeah. are coming. So it's one of those things where we're getting there, and I know they are coming, and I know they are coming. And everyone kind of knew that. And then you get the six quick step guys, quick step guys. in the front driving away. So it's one of those things when you look at it, it's like, okay, did you guys oh, not get the memo? No. That Echelons were going to appear. Incredible. In the well, most recent interview... Uh, Greipel said everyone had the same information like we knew and it's like yeah but how come your whole team wasn't there and by the way Caleb Ewan is uh, using Shimano and Greipel is using look pedals so so we have mass failure so we don't have a conspiracy man that sucks sorry there was no second pedal in the grassy knoll Uh, so, uh, wait, what was I thinking? I'm sorry, my... No, you were thought. you were saying that apparently in the interviews, everyone was oh, yeah, taking yeah. the was, importance that, yeah, it's not going to play a huge role because, of course, that's what you want to say. You I found it incredible. going to go out and, oh, yeah, sure, we are definitely going to push for it when the win kicks up. Like, okay. There's two things. There's two things that, like, uh, blew my mind. Or two writers that blew my mind when this was going on. Bob Youngles, he just went for it. That dude was like, yep. like he was like, uh, what is it that you call it when you call somebody else's spirit? Uh, like his uh, spirit animal channeling, channeling. He was channeling his Kirienka Martin, like that kind of just ridiculous. And he basically was the one that split the whole thing. Also incredible, the fact that Greipel, without anybody from his team helping it, 
helping him. He made it into that first echelon. Do you know how big that dude is? They call him the gorilla for a reason. He has to, he has way more surface to like catch the wind than probably anybody else in the peloton and he really? made it up there is that what they call him the gorilla i thought the guy just loved bananas <laughs> that's racist that's racist <laughs> no comment yeah i no of course that's why i, I never mind okay i'm sorry no, i think I if probably out like the, the numbers that was uh my guess is that was probably similar to a sprint for a stage. Probably. Did you see the, the Did you effort. see the numbers? Did you see his numbers afterwards? No, no. Was his it? his max was like close to nineteen hundred watts. What? That's not, that's not possible. Eighteen hundred and seventy something. Look it up. I'm telling you. It was like in the afterwards uh, when the Silver Fox and Matthew Heyman were talking, and Matthew Heyman actually says, and I think he's he's capable of doing more than that. Is he a gorilla or something? I think he is a gorilla. Look at look it up. I'm I'm, I'm pretty unless I'm totally crazy. I just wa- I just watched this today. Whatever today. it was, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean amazing. Whatever he had to do. Uh, amazing, and I mean you know he's in the autumn of his career, as they say. So I'm glad that he's still you know is 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 winning and that he's gonna you know stick around for a little bit longer if he keeps winning you're like glad that, so. that he's able to make huge efforts so he can get into a break and then get out of it and not win the stage and lose the <laughs> not even like be able to contest the, the the thing so i mean incredible nathan has towards the end thinking like okay there's six dudes from this actually by then it's probably only five i think jungles had already Robert, whatever. There's five, six dudes from this team, and one of the best sprinters in the world is is one of them. My only chance is a crazy chance is to attack. And my God, he like put a pretty fucking good attack too. It's pretty good, but of course, there's nothing he could have done against Quickstep. Of course, Quickstep should have gotten one to three, and they didn't. But they were cooked because they were doing a team tri- time trial by then. No, 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 no. Of course, I know, I know, I know. But you know, I just, I just always think of Quickstep as the old days of Mape when they would get like one, two, threes all the time. That's what I expect from uh, that team. What are you gonna do? Um. So I, I think actually that is all my notes. Oh, uh, Dennis Rowan uh, crashed, and he's already he already lost five minutes. So he's not, not that anybody thought he was going to win the friggin' Giro, but he's Mike. I want to hear your insight. Yeah, Mike. Into into Dennis Rohan? Into anything? No. Anything Giro? Quick step, uh, doing the thing in echelons and. Uh, I, I I endorsed I endorsed their crazy tactics because it worked. <laughs> I did too. What about the fact that echelons at the end of the stage? Was I? Every, yeah, yeah, everybody was. Yeah, I'm asking Mike. Mike don't, don't ask him. Right. By the way, this is the kind of insight that you can get from this podcast. When a team smashes things and gets like five people into a break, Mike says that was good. I appreciate that. I tactics. liked it because it was comical. I turned I turned the race on really late. Are we talking about us yesterday? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I turned it on really late, and I was just like, "What? What am I look? Is this the front of the race, or yeah. the, what, what is <laughs> going?" On? Yeah, there's it like looks 14, like it's the back, and they're helping Gavidia get yeah, back on. There's like yeah. 14 quick step guys. This cannot be the front. <laughs> Too many men on the field. It's impossible that there's 14 quick step riders, but somehow there is. So it must be a crosswind. They had Tom Bonin in there, <laughs> and I thought he retired. There is so much crosswind that magically a quick step guy is just like uh, materialized from thin air right into the into the echelon. Crazy. Uh, you, know, you know how when you turn on a stage and there, and there, and it's there's a there's a split and the graphics don't always they aren't always in tune with what you're looking at. So you're trying to be like, is this? Yeah. Is this the mid group? Is this the back? What am I? Is this? Where is this? <laughs> That's what was going on. But I mean, obviously the echelon thing was was a huge factor that apparently yeah. everyone knew about. <laughs> I mean, uh, 
of course, Gaviria is going to lose the jersey in the first two kilometers. Of <laughs> he actually, he's not even going to be wearing it. He's wearing his regular jersey and has the pink jersey in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, he has to hand then, it over. Yeah, the moment that the climb starts, he just throws it up and then whoever, whichever like climber grabs it. That's that. But also, we skipped stage uh, straight to stage three. Stage two. Did no, we talked about the 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 pedal, but go ahead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Steuven. Uh, Jasper Steuven, yeah. Who if- is not really a sprinter, but like, you know, he can beat Gaviria in that sprint if he has to. Not that Gaviria <laughs> was fully going for it, but like, that's insane. It is crazy. It is crazy. Was he second or third? Uh, I think he was third. I think he was like uh, Nisolo was second. That's bananas. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Okay. I love his name too. Jasper I need to ask you guys a question. What's Tomorrow, that? there is a lot of talk about fireworks going up. This like Edna. literally fireworks? Climb, like, climb, climb, yeah. Well, okay. can you, just metaphorically then. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Going up at Etna's climb because yeah. apparently they are saying that Nivali is supposed to do something there or that the well, other contenders are going to test Nivali's legs, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So my question to when you guys standing, is, when you're standing on, is okay. this something that is going to happen? You think it's going to happen or is one of <laughs> these like, too like much the they do about nothing because... Nothing is going to happen. They are just going to keep watching at each other and nobody's going to attack. And they are just going to get three kilometers to the finish line all together. And that's what it is. No. So make your I predictions think, about tomorrow's I Nibali, stage. I, I think Nibali, is, it's in his contract that he has to do something retarded. <laughs> Which means... For race? Wait, you're not supposed to use the word retarded. Sorry. I'm calling Sorry. Sorry. Dumb. Ridiculous. Dumb. No, something. Ridiculous. Some, something, yes. Yeah. yeah. Something cuckoo. Something uh, counterintuitive. <laughs> counterintuitive. <laughs> well, and is he... Wait, is he not at home? Who? After that stage, they ride through his home place, yeah, but I, I mean, think. Yeah, but, but that's I mean, what they are saying. Wouldn't it be awesome if he wins tomorrow, gets the yeah. Maglia I mean, Rosa, and then he goes through his hometown wearing... Yep. The, the Maglia Rosa, so, so sounds, sounds very Disney to me. So yeah, sure, let's let's do yeah. it. But man, getting the jersey right now I know. is just like a pain, especially for a team that is not very strong. Lose it and then get it back. No, yeah, no, you know, could. you know what I think is going to happen as far as the jersey is that I think someone in the in a break will win the stage and mm. get a bunch of time, but it's just a climber that is not a GC person. Right. And then there's going to be some small gaps between the real players. But my so, guess is some, okay. yeah. I don't Malcolm know, Malcolm climber. Do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever. Or, or Pozovivo. Okay. Listen, two things I have to say about the whole, like, uh, you know, the racing in Sicily. Okay. So I think that the Giro organizers started the Giro in Sardinia for Fabio Aru and then went straight into Sicily for Vincenzo Nibali. They're like, oh, we're going to split the difference, give you guys each a couple of stages in your region. Uh, obviously, Fabio Aru is not here, but they still, you know, race to Sardinia, of course. Um, from Mount Etna or whatever, you can probably see Nibali's house. It's it's like, I don't know, 80, 90 kilometers to Messina from there. So, I mean, it's definitely, he's definitely going to go for it. Absolutely no doubt. And if I am Garen Thomas, Nick Quintana, Pozo Vivo, uh, the, uh, the twin guy, uh, Simon Yates, I just let him go. I mean, not, you know, gain a minute, but I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Take 12 seconds. Uh, what the hell? Who gives a shit? Wear your silly pink jersey tomorrow. I, I, I wouldn't I mean, kill myself tomorrow. I definitely wouldn't. It's a long, I... long, long race. Yeah, I think that it would be an attack fairly late, un- unless someone just cracks, which would be weird. But I think those stages that Natalia is talking about, where things are just weirdly neutralized, are when it's like the third day of super hard climbing. It's like the third week, and people are just like... Dead. <laughs> yeah, like, this yeah. is the best we can do. This is dumb. Why did you make the race this way? Keep in mind that 
while there were echelon concerns yesterday that everyone was aware of, yeah. I will remind you that Mount Everybody's Everybody's up. is an active volcano. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah. volcanic concerns. <laughs> it just exploded in what last year, I think. could affect the stage. Oh, just mm. a little. Um, Told you we were going to have fireworks. Fireworks. Oh, <laughs> that kind of that kind of fireworks. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, you know, Garen Thomas is actually the best uh, placed of all the GC contenders. He's eleventh. He's eleventh. I mean, that really matters. They're all at the same time, but it's just kind of. Klaus, are you making a fart noise? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. I was about to ask if that was you. That means it was Natalia, unless my brother's a ventriloquist. <laughs> That's my superpower. I'm over. However, I can't really do anything except for talk and fart at the same time. There's make make farting noises with my mouth and talk at the same. I can't like. Do People have made I, careers out of much less, <laughs> <laughs> like the Kardashians. Yeah. Come um, on. Okay, so t- tomorrow it's. I mean. It, it's going to be interesting, uh, regardless. Even if, even if the fireworks aren't as big as we think, I think that it's going to show who has legs. Definitely, uh, it's not that the that the stage is super super hard. The, the uh, second category KOM before that is is not really that big. Is the average is four point five. It's long, but mm, not. I mean, not really that difficult. The first category for the for the finish um, is average 6.6, a maximum of 12%, but that's like right in the middle of the climb. So it's not really like towards the end. And then towards the end, the whole thing kind of like levels out. It's like a false flat for the last like 1500 meters or so. So it's going to be interesting because if a small group get up there, I mean, not for the, for the GC, but for the stage, if a small group gets there, it may be a bunch of like tiny, skinny little climbers sprinting which is hilarious every time <laughs> so i think they i'm look looking so forward ferocious. to that oh, yeah, they do they look just like me <laughs> riding my bike is pathetic well i love it i love it uh that reminds me of something when you guys watch flat stages at the giro and you see that in the last two kilometers there's <laughs> oh 18 God. 45 degree turns and two hairpins <laughs> <laughs> and each road is like wide enough for a small Fiat to fit through. Do you guys also cringe and go, why, why? But then right? you think like, but then right away you think like, yeah, this would never happen in the in the tour. And that's what we always say. The tour is Disneyland. Everything is nice and expensive. The Giro is this an is, abandoned Six Flags? No, it's no, no, no. It's even better. It's like that the traveling like thing where the some random drunken guy put the roller coaster together and you know, that's what it is like exactly yeah I just the, so the, I, I love it i love i mean it's it i of course i feel bad for the guys because it looks scary as fuck but ah, there's something cool you know about the it was funny? It's yeah is on the first stage they put that crazy right hand turn 3.3 kilometers to go so that's, oh, yeah, I know. That, the, the crash that, happened right before. The, the, yeah, the mayhem was going to happen in that corner. But guess what? If mayhem happened, then the poor people involved will have time differences at the finish line. I so know, when I was looking at it, you Giro. <laughs> Here we go. One, like you couldn't have earlier, four hours earlier in the stage, just gone around one block so that it would be just that point one longer. Like that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, my exactly. God. No, but, drama. but not only that, Giro not only that. Drama, dude. <laughs> I know, but it, it went it went from a street that is uh that is um like three uh uh lanes to the street that Klaus said that barely fits a Fiat 147 and, and, and in the curve. So you're actually funneling the people as they are turning, as the, all and the teams are going it's gonna full be gas. Different. Exactly. It's full gas. Everybody, you know, that's going to happen. It's going to happen right there. It's going to, there's going to be a crash and those people are going to be a hundred meters away from the three kilometer line. <laughs> it's so mean. It's very mean. It's very Giro. I love even it. even the word. It's nuts. They're crazy. I love it. It's Let's see what happens. 
It is very Pokenets. What about the fact that uh, Gripple is wearing 100 in the 100th anniversary of the Giro? Mm-hmm. The Olympic mm-hmm. champion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much time do we have? Um, let me see, actually. I, I... We have 20 more minutes, I think. Are we going for to have hour. time to go yeah. over the social? Yeah, for the hour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the social you know what? stuff? Uh, Mike, Klaus, do you guys have anything else to say about the Giro and then we can go quickly over the social stuff? I'm sorry, I totally forgot to do it at the beginning. Nope. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to it. All right, Natalia. Um, Metalia, Metallica, 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 Natalia. Um, talk to us. Talk to me about, um, okay, so the video that I shouldn't say video. I should say the production that Klaus made (laughs) with the Tom Bonen song and the video of his cabaret celebration with the Gaviria cameo broke the internet again. Yes. Really? A bunch of views. It got reposted a lot of times. And really? Yeah. 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 We, I mean, we got more views on that thing than yeah. any other like little video that we've done. And combined, by like, combined, by, like, a and we combined all the videos that we have posted and all the views for pictures and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think your video wins. <laughs> yeah. I would say this, Natalia. I wouldn't even say that it was a production. I would say it was a work of art. Yeah. No, definitely. I agree with you. But the silver lining, or not the silver lining, the cherry on the top of that were <laughs> the go. comments from the people. Those were hilarious. So I just send you the link. If you want to open it, just read them. And the comments that they were posting in other outlets were more toned down, like, ha, 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 that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. But once you read the thread that we got in our account, I was so proud. I was like, yeah, these oh, are yeah. our people, man. <laughs> dumb, dumb folk is saying it's easy to tell who's back on the blow. <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. And actually, my friend uh, Anna, who doesn't like cycling at all, not only commented on it but texted me about it. She was like, "That is well, hilarious." Fired to make other ones, but Please in do. order to make another one, I just need Tombone to dance again while making questionable hand gestures. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So if we can make that happen, I'm all over it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Absolutely. so that was a, definitely that was the most enjoyable for us yeah. and for everybody, yeah. I think. Thank you very much, Klaus. And, you know, we are at Speed Metal Cycle on Instagram. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's funny. Oh, you have to it's, see it. It is yeah, it's very funny. pure gold. Uh, we it also is. had some pics from the kits. Uh, they look good, I have to say. And yes. the pics are including the little surprises that Dan... Put in the yeah, sign. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, so basically, yeah, this, the Spinal Cycle kits have started uh, arriving at people's front doors, and then people have been wearing them, the jerseys, the whatever, and then taking photos, and then just, if you can tag us at Speed Metal Cycle, uh, then we can regram you if you want. I mean, if you don't want to be regrammed, if you don't want to be <laughs> thrown together with like the, li- the likes of Tom Bonin dancing, then uh, you don't have to, but. Um, yeah, that's that's actually I'm very happy about that, and I had a note to say that I'm gonna cross it off. All right, okay. Natalia. What we else? also have two Hello Game leagues going on for the Giro. These are your yes. patron dollars at work. You ask for one, yes. and we gave you two. And by the way, uh-huh. this was totally planned. It was by design. It wasn't that we didn't coordinate and created we two by accident. Not at all. No. It was planned because oh. you know what? You deserve two Velo Game leaks. That's what we thought. Exactly. Exactly. And I hope everybody's on both. No. That way it's even <laughs> that way it's even more useless. <laughs> okay, so no, that's not the case. Actually we have two different leaders in both of the of the pools. Oh really? So in that's one, awesome. I'm, Wonder, in, I'm in both. I know that. Wonder Bread is pink. Is winning in one. Goldbane or Goldbani. I don't know. And then in the other one, Bye Bye Frankie is winning by Bugonvillia. Oh, so. Frank. Well, Frankie 
Yeah, I'm, oh, it's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, but okay, so there you go from the other game. And also, we have some corrections that people pointed out to us, so I'm just going to get them uh, out of uh, the way. Uh, Wait a minute. So, Gianni uh, Moscon was not suspended by the UCI, it was suspended by Team Sky. By the Team Sky, so, yeah. Man, okay, here okay, we okay. were thinking that the UCI was actually doing something good. It wasn't, so yeah, too good to be true, I guess. Check your facts, assholes! <laughs> oh, yeah, and then, no, but, then, you know, like, I got one, too, because remember that at some point I was telling you that, yeah, for women, becoming super specialized doesn't pay out because the races, they can't have this classic type of flavor, the only stage race until last year that was really important was the Giro d'Italia, so if you're a pure climber, that is your only shot to shine, da 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 Well... Turns out that apparently women do have specialists in the sprint. Maybe the only part that they don't have specialists is for climbing because they don't have races for climbers. The last specialist in that field was Mara Abbott, and she was super, super specialized in that. So her only race but, was pretty much so, the Giro d'Italia and the races here with Gila and maybe... California, I don't know if they have these long climbs, and that was it for her. So that's why. But then, but then, that's the reason. And to prove that the Tour of Chongmina in line, which is the first stage race of the women, is all flat and only the sprinters go there. And then I have to say, it's like, look, I'm sorry if you came here looking or expecting good, solid information about women's racing from me, because guess what, dude? I know nothing. So. Yeah, yeah. It, you fit right in. You fit yeah, right in. Yeah, that's that's why uh, they hire me. That's why you're recruited. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So don't 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 expect me to to give you quality information. That's not well, what I'm here course. for. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Please, please read the little letters at the bottom of my contract. I know nothing. So that's it. Yeah, because you're part of the least professional, least knowledgeable, and least informed podcast. I fit in perfectly. But just to mention that Chongming Nyland thingy was won by Jolene Dorr. Second one, second was Kirsten Field. And then the third one was Chloe Hosking. All of them pure sprinters. I've there been told. Go. I cannot. I've been told that they are pure sprinters. I don't know. I cannot tell the difference, but... So there basically, the women's peloton is some sprinters and some all-arounders, and that's it. Yeah. Well, but know. I'm not going to say that that's 100% correct, because they may be some specialized so. climbers that I don't know, and then we'll get another, please correct yourself, this is not accurate, blah, 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 blah. So, there you go. Check your facts, assholes. <laughs> uh, is that it, Natalia? Yeah, that's all I have. Oh, and the okay. Redlands Classics race was also a good one so go and check the the updates from twitter it was good you know i like american racing i know you guys don't like it i know that you don't like the wide roads and that sort of thing but i i I like it i like the the fact that you don't have to be a wizard positioning yourself to be able to to attack because the wide roads what happens is that the people that are not very good at positioning themselves in the front they can attack from everywhere so it is really hard to try to control a bunch you know like attacking so i kind of like that too i enjoy both races you know like the in the in europe and and here but i don't have that kind of i don't know like sometimes people kind of demean the the american racing because of the you know like being wide roads and the style is of course different but uh, i like it i like it no, my, my, my biggest issue with American racing is that in the like when when they're in the uh, uh, in the feed zone, they, they all get like uh, McDonald's hamburgers and French fries. And they all get really, <laughs> Shut up! They all get really fat, and that's 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 my issue. I mean, it's American after all. The, they have to switch bikes because they're so fat. Um, okay. <laughs> As we wind down this beautiful, amazing Pecker episode. Um, I want to remind everybody to, if you feel like it, to help us out on Patreon. You can help us uh, keep doing what we're doing. If you appreciate it, link for that speedmetal.com, and it explains there all the stuff that is, uh, that, you know, all the um, prices, whatever <laughs> things, the rewards that you can get for for donating, and also. Um, it explains kind of like why we're doing a, a Patreon. And then 
one of the things that you get if you donate any amount of money is a bunch of like exclusive postings, including some audio stuff and some posting stuff. The one that uh, I posted last was what Mike called the cliff notes of the podcast. It explains all the silly things that we say, where they came from and kind of, you know, whatever stuff like knee herpes and calling HR and all that stuff that we've been doing. A lot of people have probably no idea because a lot of those things happened a long, long time ago. And, um, so that's that. And wow, a whole episode without me having any mic trouble. I think, and, I think that's a first. Okay. Um, Natalia, any last words? Nope. When is the tour of California starting? Oh, Sunday. no, I, I meant, I meant any something interesting that, words. No, something that no one has ever said in the history of. Am <laughs> I crazy? No one has ever wondered. Nobody has ever wondered. Um, no, actually our friend, Greg Betonte, friend of the podcast, they, his company is going to be doing the, the tour of California. They're going to be the ones in the motos with the, with the cameras and stuff. So uh, just. Do I have to know. remind you that is the fourth grand tour? Hmm. Yes. Uh, important the fourth grand tour. People, we need to follow this. It's May 14th. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And there is May a 14th. women's version too, so of course I'm going to follow that. Yes. That that'll that be probably better than the men's. We anyway. have a bunch of friends of the podcast raising the tour of California oh, for women, so I'm definitely paying attention to that one. Yeah. We gotta keep an eye on that. Mike, any last words? No. Wait, forever or just for this week? <laughs> just for this week. Speak now or forever hold or your forever peace. Or forever hold your peace. <laughs> <laughs> I have a sniper across the street from your house. <laughs> Any last words? <laughs> um, so anything? No. Nope. Uh, Klaus? I'm just wondering how you got into Philip Glass's house. <laughs> to get a sniper. <laughs> yeah. I did. It's actually... It's the roof. It's the roof of Ira Glass's uh, house. The guy's always in the roof. It's always better. It's easier to get away if you're in the roof. Um, okay. I guess uh, we'll see you guys next week. We... Go get some sleep. I'm going to get some sleep. I have stuff to do. Oh, whatever. Anyway. Um, we're out of here. Peace. Kule, 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 pe kule, 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 k